This week's episode is sponsored by Adam and Eve. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off on just about any item. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs plus a free mystery gift. And to top it all off, they will even throw in free shipping on your entire order. So what you have to do is go to adamandeve.com and use our discount code SCHOLAR at checkout. S-C-H-O-L-A-R as your discount code at adamandeve.com. We hope you enjoy the stuff. Thank you so much for joining us for another week of Sluts and Scholars. We hope you enjoy the episode. Remember that you can follow us and see all of our upcoming news and episodes on Instagram at Sluts and Scholars, on Twitter at Sluts Scholars, and please email us with your questions and wonderings at slutsandscholars at gmail.com. Welcome back to Sluts and Scholars, where we make your sex smart and your smart sexier. I'm Simone. And I'm Nicoletta. And this week, we have Veronica. She is an artist and creator who loves glitter. <laughs> she loves it so much that she created Glitter, which is a, an amazing pussy-powered confetti. What is that, Veronica? Hi. Hi. Hello. Thank you all for having me here. Thanks for being here. Yeah, we're so happy you're joining us from Nolans. Tell us about the Clitorati. (laughs) Yes, I have uh, started another branch of Clitorati for I know that I am not the first, but Clitor is um, boobs and vaginas and ovaries in sparkly metallic plastic that you can throw in the air because I just found out that that didn't exist and there has penis-shaped everything, but yeah. there is vagina, there's very little that's in the vagina space, which I think is ridiculous, um, especially at this time where we really need to be celebrating our vaginas and finding, you know, and respecting them and, you know, sending out the word about what their power is. So it's yeah. like, oh, so well, when did you realize we this? We're when make were you it. like, uh, why is there no vulva confetti? Well, at, I had a bachelorette party, and about, I got married like six months ago, and so right before then, my ladies mazel, me, mazel. Thank you, thank you. Yes, marriage um, <laughs> to a man. Uh, and so at my bachelorette party, my best ladies got together, and they we came down to New Orleans, and it was very classic. I was like, I think it's hilarious the whole bachelorette thing. Do it full on. So we get there, and it's and they just did pin the junk on the hunk. And there was a penis cake and there was penis popsicles and then penis confetti filled a little bridal um, pouch that I had. And I, and we're all sitting there drinking wine and speaking our truths and hanging out. And I'm like, oh my God, ladies, we are surrounded by dicks. What is happening? Like, And sometimes you want to be surrounded with dicks, but it's nice to have oh, the yeah. option. Exactly. Well, I was like, I wanted the dicks there. That's great. That was my choice. But also like, where are the vaginas? Let's celebrate our parts. And we went online that night, and we found out that it doesn't exist. There That's isn't the vagina equivalent. I don't know if Which this is, is why, but you specified you were marrying, getting married to a man. Do people assume yes. that you're not straight or not married to a man because you're a feminist or like clitter? Oh, I don't know. I just thought it was funny because, like, because that maybe why I was celebrating penises was because I'm marrying a man who has a penis. So, mm. like, let's celebrate his penis? Like, I, I, that's not that why I'm weird. getting married. Like you, like, you now know that you're going to have dick for the rest of your life. Like, maybe more vulvas right. are welcome yeah. at the bachelorette party. And we should and be celebrating yours, like too. The, 
Right. And I'm like at a bachelorette party, it's with generally with your other lady friends and everybody's like, you know, drunk and having a great time and being very open and honest and feminine. And then you're just surrounded by dicks, which is funny, but also like, wait, can we in this moment celebrate like our reproductive parts and be like, yes, oh my God, like what? Are our parts capable of? And now I'm getting married and like get to explore. But whatever, also, forever. I really I want know. a bachelor party with like a stripper and yes. all that stuff for them to use clitter because there should be like, right. yeah, pussy. <laughs> you know, like I feel like I feel like I feel like your target audience is everybody. Lesbian weddings. What are they're lesbians doing? Like they're throwing dicks around. Like this is crazy. Maybe they're strap-ons. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe, yeah. They're like, it's strap-on confetti. It's strap-on confetti, not dick confetti. It's not biological penis confetti. (laughs) (laughs) So what were some of the truths? That might be coming, and it might be called confetti. Oh, that's good. I hope you have put a trademark on that so nobody (laughs) takes that. Well, you know what? That is interesting. Trademarks are very weird, and I'm not sure you can trademark confetti because of the word cunt. You can't trademark bad words? I don't know. Whenever I it's get mail for tricky. sluts and scholars, it just says and scholars. <laughs> no. Yeah, we've had a lot. We're we're going yeah. through potentially a name a name alteration coming up, listeners. So stay tuned. Anyway, but um, yeah, whenever I get mail and things, it just says and scholars. That's crazy. <laughs> wow. So yeah, I would imagine that, that is cunt crazy. is probably along the same lines. But we were able to have an LLC sluts. So so that's what I'm confused. Anyway, so you you were like. So for now, I'm like, we need to stick to like, it's penis confetti exists and that's great. And now, and it's weird that vagina confetti and like, uh, you know, I liked the triumvirate of vagina, boobs, and ovaries. Like you get a whole party pack. Uh, what about clitoris? You should do the little clitorises too, right? If you have vaginas, yes, I am and with you. Boobs, you yep. should do. You know the little wishbone well, clitoris. The vulvas confetti. have a clit on them. Yeah. Oh, like the glands. You can but see with the glands. The new, yeah. Got it. With the new, um, with the new, just I mean, relatively new. Like the whole shape of the clitoris is beautiful. So I definitely think there will be another pack. In the future, that's just clitoris. Oh my god, they're so beautiful! Fucking love um, that. So you yeah. started this through Kickstarter. How did that happen? Because I, I heard that literally you got all the money you needed in what one day. Yeah, but but just before we talk about yeah. how you were so successful, I just want to talk about like the whole process uh, of like actually getting to a point where you could get to Kickstarter. Because I'm like imagining oh, you, yeah. you're like drunken bachelorette party. But you don't being, think like, the Kickstarter started that night? <laughs> well, that's what I want to know. Were you just like, girls, enough of the dicks. We need pussy power. We're gonna start. And then a you Kickstarter. actually fucking brought it to fruition. Yeah. So like, take us along that little journey. Yeah. Well, it was, so that night, yeah, we Googled it. And then I was like, and it could be called Clitter. <laughs> and then we all laughed and thought that was great. And then great. I just, after that, started telling it as a joke to my friends when I would be in lady spaces. I would be like, oh my gosh, at my bachelorette party, this, this happened. And everyone was like, oh no, Veronica, like that should happen. I want that. Will you make that? And I was like, oh, this is actually a thing that people want. And would for like sure. a real, I mean, need is a strong word for confetti, but you know, a need in the world. Like there was this, this like, I noticed a gap in the company <laughs> market. And so I meant, I just, over the course of the summer and like the next four months, I just started talking about it a lot to see what people's interest was. And I got lots of positive feedback and was like, okay, like, let's do it. Let's see what that would mean. And I reached out to some friends also have products that they're working on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what does it mean to make a product, you know? Um, and That's then a good, good question with to start my, with. <laughs> 
now. Yes, totally. Uh, that's not a given. And then I, my husband is a graphic designer, so he helped me and, you know, he's very familiar with Vulvas. Did he design uh, he the, me he designed it? Design them, mm-hmm, which I think is very funny. And so we together, I was like, I need it to look like this. And we were went you like, was he like looking at you? Things. Like, were you like spread eagled on your bed? And he was like, like kind of, you know, like Leonardo DiCaprio. Confetti and, me like one Titanic. of your French girls. Yeah, confetti me like it, one of your French girls. Yes, it was totally like that. He was like, oh, oh. <laughs> he was like, Good. oh, this is perfect. Yeah, they hurt my heart. No. I mean, what was interesting actually specifically for the vulva shape is in working on it, I realized that there was no like generic vulva. Mm-hmm. I mean, because all vulvas are different, you know. Yes. I appreciate that. But also like penises, we've just been drawing them on cars, on faces, like, you know, they're, con- they're graffiti all over buildings. It's a very recognized. penis is like mm-hmm. a part of our vernacular. Yeah. Like exactly. it, when you think, like when I think of. Yeah, a dirty car. I definitely think of like the dick Drawing that I dick. draw. Yeah. It doesn't actually look like a dick. It's yeah. just like but people know that's what all, it is. Right. It's the agreed upon like yeah. right. For, it's, you know, semiotic wise, yes. it's the agreed upon symbol. Right. right. And we just and we don't have that for vulvas. It's it's sad, you know, and weird. And so when I was drawing them and I was actually like asked friends to send me what they think like a vulva confetti would be like, and so much of it just didn't look like a vagina. I was like, "Oh, I don't know out of context what that is." Because Anything that's like a confetti shaped version of a body part doesn't really look like what's it's not anatomically. That body part. I don't know. Yours looks pretty, pretty good. Oh, thank you. But it was interesting to try to like also come out with like what is the singular version that isn't like this is one person's vulva, but the like this is the vulva in general. This um, is the human and like vulva. trying to come up with that could what that could be, which was like fun. Did you ever think so of doing words and it went like writing of- the word vulva and having that be part of it? No, no, I didn't. Well, I if you do that, that. That's please uh, credit us. Credit you. <laughs> scholars, the, the Sluts and Scholars Vulva Pack. Yeah. Yes. yes. Sluts, scholars, <laughs> vulvas. <laughs> Definitely we want the clitoris in there. We'll take a dick mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Or three. Yeah. Well, that's um, funny. It's like, how, when can the dicks be in there? Or maybe you just have to order the dicks and then you can combine it yourself. The dicks so are you only can decide when to combine them. Ask for them. Consent-based dicks. <laughs> yes. That should ha- be how it is on your on your website. Like if it says like, do you yes. consent to having dicks in your vulva pack? Right. Yes. <laughs> um, so how did you ultimately decide on the vulva confetti? Because I, I mean, I, I think it's really interesting, and I'm glad to hear that a lot of thought went into picking what the final vulva one would be because. You know, what our vulvas look like is a really fraught issue for a lot of people who have vulvas. Like, we have all this shame surrounding maybe lips that aren't, you know, the same size as the other, or people thinking it's ugly or shameful. So I think it's so interesting that you really tried to incorporate, you know, all of the issues that come with having a vulva. Yeah, and try to, like, be like, okay, like, what is, what can be, like, the simple um, symbol for that? Uh, and I went, I just asked around to my lady friends. I sent out like a couple different options and took a poll, <laughs> a very casual poll. A pussy poll. And just like after looking at it, a pussy poll. Yeah, a pussy poll for the vulva. And actually a couple people, the re- one response I got, which I thought was very funny, was they were like, I want it to be maybe we're more ruffly. Ruffly, <laughs> yeah. Funny. I like that. There are ruffly vulvas. I always oh, think definitely. of like, a, like and I was those like, oysters. I love that image, but for my, you know, universe, in quotes, universal vulva, this is, you know, I'm going to go for this simple version. But I think there might be a pack in the future that's different styles of vulva. So it does. You could like, have people submit embracing. their one. 
Yeah. Oh, that would be lovely. Yeah. I love, I'm all about like getting crowd information and being like, let's share, like who, how do we, you know, what do people think? Send me images. And now I'm getting, it's amazing. Like the emails and pictures I get sent of like different people's representations of vaginas. So you had this, this idea, you did the pussy poll, then what? Mm -hmm. And then I went into studying everything about how confetti gets made, which is very boring, but now I know a lot about plastic and um, about die cutting and <laughs> and oh, manufacturing. Yes. So, and then I found um, I found a, a woman in uh, the country who did laser cutting, and so she laser cut me my um, samples so that I could show, so I could get a test of the shape. Did you try to go on Shark Tank? Video. Oh, I would have loved to see this on Shark Tank. <laughs> I know, it'd be so Such funny. A bummer, to they probably would have taken you, mm-hmm. fuckers. Yeah, they would have. Like, yeah. I never watched. watched well, also thing, the video, know. the like videos that you made for this. I don't know if that was with the example glitter that you got, but they are so yes, hilarious. That's with the, yes, that's with the example. Um, okay, so you got your sample done, and then you were like, "Let's go to market," or what? I don't really know. Yeah, what that well, means. then I, just I know that's then an I expression. went and talked to some business people about what, like, what are the different directions to go to get it to people. And I had, you know, I'm a Kickstarter person. I've done art projects on Kickstarter for theater shows and for film. And that's, you know, a different world, but I've known the world of Kickstarter for products and was like, what an amazing thing that you can then, it's also like a way of getting, of crowdsourcing information about whether this product should exist in the world, whether Mm -hmm. people want it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I only want to make this if people want it, because it's not like, it's so important to me that I make it no matter what. I'm like, no, I think it's a good thing. And I want to know that people want to have it. So it was a way of me like expressing my passion about it and then right. seeing if other people would also get passionate about it. But and they did. It was so fun. Obviously. Because how, how long did it take for you to get full? How much did you need to be fully funded? We, my goal was 3000 which would cover like the initial batch of manufacturing and trademarking and like different legal services. And we made that in 24 hours. It was Boom. Great. How did you get it out there? Um, I mean, I put it on Facebook and I emailed all my friends and I emailed a bunch of, um, I sent out a press release. To yeah. This sounds like so good for Jezebel. Yes. They haven't, I, they haven't picked it up yet. Well, it, Jezebel, if you're listening, get your shit together. Stats <laughs> and scholars were way ahead of you on this. Um, I'm also, part of me is like very, obviously it makes sense that you'd go to Kickstarter cause you want to make sure that people want the product. But, you know, yeah. Dick Confetti has been around since before Kickstarter was around. Yeah, like, why and does nobody this was like, one? nobody was like, oh, maybe we don't know if there's a market for Dick Confetti and Dick Straws. We're just going to make them. And so part of me is, like, well, probably I'm kind of annoyed that you had to go to Kickstarter. And, like, I feel like Party <laughs> City should have been chomping at the bit. <laughs> I know. Well, maybe they will be now. Sure. I mean, also, it was a way I like that. I like the Kickstarter model. I like crowdsourcing. And that way, I, it could also be very close to me. Like that way I didn't have to go through somebody like party city. Like I got to create the video and tell the story and, you know, create the samples. And now it's it's all in my hands to make sure it's created in the way that I want it to be, which is really nice. And Kickstarter allows that to happen versus having to get like huge investors or get party city to like make an insane order. And then they, you know, they have different like numbers that they're working with. So they will like make sure that they keep it really, really low, which I didn't know if I could do. So. so you mentioned wanting to create it in a way that you can, you know, be in control of. And I'm curious, mm-hmm. as like a female-fronted company and as I'm assuming a feminist company, do you take into mm-hmm. account kind of ethical and environmental considerations to kind of have a very holistic feminist 
perspective for this product? Or are you finding that it's very hard to escape, like, patriarchal capitalism when creating something as fun as this? Yeah, to do it in an affordable way. Yeah, in launching a product, it is extremely hard to escape patriarchal capitalism, which is our a system that I'm deeply trying to undermine and hopefully will be able to more by engaging with it directly. But to launch a product is just, it, it is so expensive at the start. So my first batch is going to be just plastic and will not be biodegradable. It is not my, it's not a microplastic. So it doesn't go through filters, which is just like a step better than glitter. But I recognize that it's, you know, far from where it can be in the Mm. environmental sphere. But right now there isn't a way I'm, I'm working on the way to make it biodegradable in the future, but in order to get it to market so they can have the income to be able to shift it to biodegradable, I need to just get it into the out into the world. Maybe there's a sexy and sustainable company out there. There is actually, it's called bio. There's a company, I don't know about sponsoring, but there's a company at just FYI called BioGlitz. Um, I'm and I know them. for a fact that they're biodegradable because I, yes. their glitter is like, I think made from a starch, which is a sugar. Yes. And oh. I know this for a fact because it gave me the worst yeast infection of my life when it got inside my <laughs> vagina at a festival. No. I will not necessarily uh. elaborate as to how that I don't happened. know if you need to elaborate. <laughs> but I know for, yeah, but it's good. It's definitely biodegradable because the candida albicans in my vagina ate that shit up. So <laughs> for the future, I, if you do pair with this company, do not put them inside of you. <laughs> no, that is going to need to be on my packaging. This is not glitter for your vagina. It's of your vagina. <laughs> I wish it could. Only no matter what form it comes in. I mean, I think, Simone, when you're asking about, like, why people aren't chomping at the bit to get at this, I mean, I feel like there's so many... <laughs> good sound effects. There are so many things in our society that are gendered or that are made for men or for women or for a penis or whatever. Oh, yeah. At the time of recording, there's that Doritos for women Tobacco going on. It, it, it was actually said that they weren't true. You didn't hear about this? Is this a joke? Oh my gosh, did you hear about this, Veronica? No. Oh, there was this thing that circulated on the internet. Um, and at the time of recording, it was like a week ago, um, where allegedly Lay's was coming out with a less country, less country, less crunchy um, chip for women. <laughs> Because women don't like crunching what? loudly and licking their fingers. I do. And eating their oh, um, and my like God. and like scoot and like you know taking the bag and shaking the c- crumbs contents at the end of it. So allegedly, the president of Lay's, who's a woman, said they were working on a chip to, <laughs> to fix that. But then there was a huge shit storm, and then they came out and they were like, "No, we are not doing that." So it was a joke, or they just we responded so- to the I response. I don't know. I hope we, okay, if you're listening, the lady who works at Lay's, please. Or whatever. Maybe it's not Lay's, whoever makes Doritos. What is it, Nabisco? Whatever, it doesn't matter. Fuck them. <laughs> but that's, I mean, even though if it was a joke, like, that's not the only thing. Yeah, like, just, Bic for Women. Do you remember Bic for Women? The razor? The pen. Oh, what? They had ballpoint oh, pens for no. women. Wait, you, how do you even guys have, razors Bic for Women, for women were in the early aughts, and um, it was a pink ballpoint pen that was designed specifically for the hand, for of, the a hand woman. of a woman to write with. It was literally just a pen that was pink, but obviously cost like, you know, 75% more. 
What are some other things that we can think of? Like, um, I don't know, Veronica, tell me what you're thinking. I, I, I think of razors. That's the first thing I'm thinking thing about I shampoo, think razors, deodorant. Like, why you is there a whole though? other, like, but is your, is your, factor? Is your pussy confetti, is your clitter more expensive than dickety? Dick? No. <laughs> Dick confetti? Well, it'll probably depend on the store. But, well, also, you're getting three different shapes in Dick confetti. You only get one shape. Oh, so, um, but no, I'm trying to sell it at the same rate for Dick Confetti and you're getting more parts. So yeah, it's because women are more complex. <laughs> and I mean, it's obviously very heteronormative because like you said, it assumes that whoever's having a bachelorette party likes Dick. Right. Yep. The whole system and that, right. I mean, you can't even, I'm, I'm excited like in the future to branch into also like making like vagina games and vagina you know, decorations because none of that exists and it does it for penises. Like, if vulvas we decided soaps that we exist. Soaps in the shape of vulvas. I moved into a new apartment and my roommate was like, hi, I got you a welcome present and it was vulva soap. And I was like, you understand me so well already. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yes. So we're breaking the mold, literally. Literally. <laughs> literally. We are the mold, which is even cooler. I just hate that things and are gendered like with, that. Yeah. Why? Sorry. And, well, and with glitter, like going, I'm, I'm in the way also that I'm trying to like push forward, uh, I guess a feminist agenda with glitter is so, is to like partner with reproductive justice groups to help like use glitter in actions with them. For, oh my like, God. Yeah, I mean, that's that's it, justice or, league. I'm sure it'd be all about that. Yeah. And any like parties or events or bags or information they have. Or like in the exactly. letters or that you sending. send. No, remember when the Michigan legislature like made a woman sit down? Um, she was a, she was an assembly member of the Michigan legislature and she said the word vagina on the floor of their state Congress. And they were like, you can't do that. And, like made her sit down. <gasps> And I, I think that you could send like I a I wish there would have been big confetti blasters there to just right. like, yeah, right in their right. faces. But you send letters and then it's in the, you send letters full of glitter in them. Glitter and then bomb. that, that, the nice thing about glitter too is like, it's glitter. So it doesn't disappear. So there might be like stray vulvas around <gasps> in different senator offices that they'll find and be like, oh, shit. I need to deal with this. So all, oh. all, everyone should order some and all of the letters that they write to Trump and Trump's administration should include yes. glitter in it. Yes. So that even yes. if they don't read it, potentially some stray uterus, uteruses and Uteri. vulvas are just around the office. Yes. Oh my gosh, and that is reminder, such a dream. This is very exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I feel excited about that. And then also I'm going to be, once glitter is in, business that I'll, I'll be donating 15% of profits to women's health organizations, both local ones based in LA and then Planned Parenthood and the national ones. So I'm excited about that. Fuck yeah. When you say LA, you mean Louisiana? No, no. I'm based in LA. Oh, I'm in you... New Orleans right now, but I'm based in LA. Oh, I misunderstood that. Got it. I thought you were in Louisiana yeah. and I was going to ask about uh, what, if you knew anything about local abortion clinics in Louisiana, but maybe you don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think it's very complicated in Louisiana, but in California, there's a huge um, there's a huge case going to the Supreme Court about abortion clinics. Um, did y'all hear about this? No, which one? The it's called the fact the the fact act because all of these oh. fake clinics opened up in California. Yeah. yeah, they were pretending to be abortion clinics. You know those, um, but that they actually just give out you know they just keep women away from getting yeah, actual CPCs, reproductive crisis health. pregnancy and centers. So, yeah, so California. California passed the FACT Act to shut those down, and then the uh, 
the fake abortion clinics came back against them, and now it's going all the way to the Supreme Court on March 20th. So, wow, I'm surprised you didn't know it immediately, Simone. You're usually good at all this stuff. I know, I know so much abortion (laughs) stuff. There's There's so much happening, though. I mean, without throwing clitter on everyone, which I think that we can still do, um, consensually, (laughs) sort of, I guess. Um, I want to talk about like what are some things that we can do every day to support pussy power. Mm. if we can't yes. get our hands on, you know, clitter right at that moment. Yeah. So I think one of the things to do is to connect yourself with reproductive justice groups like Lady Parts Justice is really amazing. They're based in New York and they're doing tons of actions related to Supreme Court cases that are going on, related to the 2018 elections in which um, House members are voting for reproductive rights and who are not. And there's just tons of ways to get involved with them. Um, and then also to just, they also do lots of thank you campaigns to like thank abortion clinics for their work. Um, and I think there are lots of ways in which to just be honest about your, your reproductive health. And that if we get word out, you know, about like normalizing abortion in some way and just saying like, this is an important and intersectional issue that we all need of to have reproductive rights and have that be open, you know, we all need access to health, good healthcare. This is totally really less important. serious, but next time you think of drawing yeah. on somebody's dirty car, draw a vulva. Draw a vulva yeah. instead. That's such a good yeah. idea. Well, there was that guy who right? was doing the clitoris paintings, right, on the ground. Um, they were like these beautiful rainbow clitoris oh. paintings. Um, so not to oh. say you should like deface property, but next time you think about just drawing yeah. dicks, try to draw a vulva. Draw or, vulva. or also if you're thinking of calling somebody a pussy. Yeah. Don't. Exactly. I <laughs> probably I fully because agree you were going to say something mean anyway. Unless you want to call them strong, because pussies are very strong. Pussies are very That's strong. Super, yeah. super strong. Or if you're going to say grow a pair, say grow a pair of ovaries. Yeah. Or exactly. And, and also, because uh, yeah, there's a lot of language around power and strength and weakness, we need to work on just like being aware of it ourselves. Like, yeah, I do have pussy power. Another thing that I think we can do to promote pussy power, which is definitely something that we've been trying to do on the podcast, and I've tried to do in my life a lot, is, sorry, I'm sorry to be harping on this, dear listeners, you may have heard me say this before, is I really like saying vulva instead of vagina, unless I'm actually talking about my vagina, because mm-hmm. it's it's like my vulva is so much more than just the thing that can be penetrated or the thing that a baby comes out of. It's like all those lovely folds and my clitoris and like all of those delicious nerve endings. So I make a conscious Mm -hmm. effort to do that. But vulva is not as sexy of a word as vagina, I guess. And some people really like the word vagina. I disagree. I think we could really sexy up that word. What a beautiful word vulva is. You know, I I think agree with you, Veronica. I fully agree. <laughs> Simone's like smiling all weirdly. Because <laughs> I just <laughs> So am I. So am I. <laughs> well, it's, it's been nice. People also have been um, messaging me about the ways in which they want to use clitter. And one of them has been like, oh, when my daughter gets her period and we <gasps> want to like actually celebrate menstruation. Yes. I'm like, yes, that's that would such be amazing. Now Simone's crying. I just can't yeah. I can't keep up with these emotions. <laughs> Sorry, clitter. I didn't realize clitter was gonna hit me this hard. <laughs> but, but no, it's a real testament to no, like it's a great how idea. these like tiny things that we don't think about that we accept as the norm. Like we accept
accept dick confetti as the norm. And I and you know it's a norm something is a norm when you don't question it. And so I never question the existence of yeah. dick confetti. And then someone comes along and is like, hmm, why is that a thing? And then it really is indicative of this whole host of other issues. And it's 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 really really important work what you're doing. I want to hear other ideas you've had. One one is <laughs> I got you. I got mansplained at today at this oh, store and gosh. I'm still annoyed. And if I had like a clitter bomb in my pocket, I could have just clitter bombed him right in the face. Yes, that's a little well, aggressive. That's why I have the clitter bomb. That's where my head's at. Clitter bomb the patriarchy. I have clitter bomb the patriarchy tote bag so you can carry your clitter around and be ready to clitter bomb people, um, which is great. And then I also got messages is about uh, having clitter at hysterectomy parties, like oh. as a goodbye, farewell celebration of your reproductive parts, which I think is lovely. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, there are all these times in which we interact with our reproductive organs that yeah. we just don't recognize as being special. And yeah. I think that there's something to celebrating them. I think it's a big deal. So yeah. I'm all what about other ideas? Any I other love awesome celebrating ones? everything. Um, those are the hysterectomy and and baby showers. Oh, also anytime a baby comes out of a, out of someone's vagina, just throwing a glitter in the air. Yeah. Like at gynecology offices and doula spaces. I feel like we're naming a lot of, um, quote unquote, female centric spaces. And I wonder how we can get it more into all all gendered spaces. Yeah. But all just to get them into all gendered spaces so everyone can celebrate. Like situations. I mean, I feel like any any space in which we're like bodies, like let's be about bodies. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be and a place where you parts. can sweep yeah. a vacuum afterwards. <gasps> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't want clitter <laughs> to turn vacuum. into litter. And luckily, the oh, parts are pretty big. Oh, that was so good. Did you hear that? that was so lame. I think it's reusable. I would say, like, I have had. You know, and even that silly penis confetti, like you just, it's big enough and it's kind of funny. Like I have some in my pockets and then I just like find it, throw it and like, you know, you find it later if you oh, have yeah, it. you can sweep it up, sweep it up and reuse. You can use it as like a table decoration. You can put it on a card and then once it's in, you get it in a card and then you put it in another card and send it on to somebody else. Um, would be super fun. Yeah. I like sending it to people. Anybody's birthday because everybody came out of a vagina or a C-section. Yep. Um, yep. Yep. Mother's Day. Everyone yeah. came out of a uterus. <laughs> well, yeah, and there's the uterus, and there's boobs there yeah. too. Everybody That's came great. out of a uterus. That's right. Right. Oh, you could have one and for you know, um, whichever parts you have. If someone's having maybe gender affirming uh, exactly surgery, yes, surgery or yes. even a mastectomy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, there's so many. Love that. So many great celebrations. Isn't it funny glitter. when you open it up where you're like, oh, there are a lot of moments in which in the, we interact like, with these Like, there's way parts. more moments where I'd want to have clitter than dick confetti, now that I think about yes. it. Yes. I know. Isn't that odd, too? I know. I can't think I of mean, a... Like, when do you want Uteruses dick confetti? Uteruses do a lot, though. <laughs> I mean, I what? guess at any time. <laughs> I mean, I guess, yes, but there's nothing specific. <laughs> no, but I, I like what you're saying, though, is, like, because I think it's important that while we thank and make space for the penis confetti that we have and not to shut it down we also have this other confetti yeah. as opposed to being like oh, fuck yeah. dick confetti saying, like I we don't, don't want, want that penis confetti yeah. yeah same i don't know i just feel just like in my 27 years of life i've seen enough dick confetti i'm over it <laughs> exactly. i've been i've been to a lot of bachelorette parties so i have dealt with a lot of dick confetti and i'm like 
I'm I'm done. Let's uh, also, we gotta. Yeah. Also, Nicoletta's you know? a sex therapist, so like she has dick related everything. Like every year on her birthday, mm-hmm. her best friend has made her a dick. She cake. has made me a breast cake too. That's the only boob female centric thing. Um, that I've seen at like Spencer's is the um, the baking thing that's a breast shaped. Oh, okay. The baking tin, but that's like the only one. <laughs> that's so bad. Of all Spencer's, the listen the fuck up and stock up on clitter and Party City. Mm-hmm. Um, that's so right. one thing as we wrap up, one thing that we like to ask yeah. all of our guests is maybe how they've experienced any like pushback or stigmatization based on our work. So have you had any people who have been negative about you promoting Clitter? I mean, it sounds like you've got a great group of people around you who are supporting you in this. But um, yeah, have you faced anything as you're maybe on the business side of things? Um, surprisingly so far, it's been pretty smooth. I mean, I'm definitely thinking about the environmental aspect of it. And I've gotten some pushback on that. And I'm working on yeah. like connecting with Bioglyph and figuring out ways to make it more um, environmental, mm-hmm. which is important to me, but also have to be realistic about the production aspect at the beginning of a company. Um, and I'm interested, like, because of, that was another reason to do Kickstarter actually was to like have my, in my initial investors be a whole crew of people who are just in like crowdsource the backers so that I have a crew of people who are just super supportive and passionate rather than trying to go through the normal patriarchal capitalist route of getting investors yeah. and they're like a bunch of men who I need to prove that people want to celebrate, uh, you know, vaginas and boobs and ovaries and versus saying like, here's a whole group of 465 beautiful people who donated to the Kickstarter who want to make this happen. Yeah. And wow. That way, that's a I big just, group. That's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. So if you. people want to buy their excited. own pack of glitter, um, packs. Now, yeah. packs, sorry, multiple packs of glitter, um, where can they yeah. get it now? Well, now it's still in pre-sale right now because the Kickstarter just ended. So if you go to clitterparty.com, <laughs> Clitter Party, um, that you can have information about how to have a pre-sale order and then Clitter will totally go on sale uh, in April. <gasps> to the general public. So we, mm-hmm. we can so wait to release it before. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll release it right around yeah. then. Hopefully come to a store near you. Um. But you haven't received any flack about it being, like, sexual organ-related. That's just what I'm curious. Like, I know you have all these positive people around you, but I don't know how, like, your family has responded or people that are not necessarily in, like, the supportive investing space. That They're like, you're making pussy confetti. Are you fucking serious? Like, is that a job? Like, that's disgusting. Like, what are you going to tell your kids? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think some of those people have been quiet. Um, But I have, I've seen some responses that are like, oh, my God, this is so dumb. (laughs) <laughs> why in the world do we need this? And I'm like, that's fine. It's not for you. Like, if you don't want it, you don't have to buy glitter. <laughs> like, so odd. It did, it was more in like, I, um, I got written up on Scary Mommy. Oh. And so some moms were like, why? why? I was like, but you're a mom. Don't you know why? But uh, <laughs> I feel like, I also am just not worried about if if somebody is like, why? Or this is dumb or you gross what are you gonna yeah what are you gonna tell your kids or why would I show this to somebody I'm like well then it's not for you and that's fine yeah Yeah. great if it's not for you it's not for you well Mm -hmm. Veronica we are so glad that you took the time to join us because I'm so happy that we got to learn more about a clitter and talk about gendered products and other spaces that we can 
take the fuck over. Um, So yeah, Yeah. thank you so, so much for joining us. If people want to find you and hear all about what you're doing, what are your social needs? So my Facebook is, you can find me at Veronica Moonhill. And my Instagram is at Veronica Rilke. Rilke is R-I-L-K-E, like the poet. Like the poet. How come? Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. Yeah, so good talking to you. Yeah, and we can't wait to maybe meet you whenever you're in L.A. Anyway, thank all of yeah. you, dear listeners, for making this possible and listening to Sluts and Scholars and all joining the time. us for this clitter party. Yeah, this was a great clitter party. Get your clitter. It's going to be amazing. As always, if you want to follow us on social media, that's on Instagram at Sluts and Scholars, on Twitter at Sluts Scholars, and please send us your emails. We fucking love them. Or at- Best Vulva Graffiti slash Dirty Car Drawing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, show us show us your votes of drawing vulvas where you normally would have drawn a dick. We would love to see that. Uh, and as always, email us at slutsandscholars at gmail.com. Thank you so much, and we will talk to you next week. Sluts and Scholars.